A very good morning to you early birds. You have The Worm on the line, a podcast from Yellowstone Public Radio News and our colleagues at Montana Public Radio. I'm your host, Orlinda Worthington. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. Ahead today on The Worm, a birth certificate ban goes back into effect. Nonprofits hit by a scam and Montana ranks high for school counselors. The State Health Department is again restricting transgender Montanans from updating the gender markers on their birth certificates. Montana Public Radio's Shaley Rager reports. The State Health Department originally banned people from amending their birth certificates to match new gender identities in 2022, but a district court judge struck down that policy. Now, after Republicans passed a new law in 2023, the State Health Department says it must reinstate the ban. The new state law defines sex as binary, male or female, eliminating legal recognition of transgender, non-binary, two-spirit, and intersex Montanans. Two lawsuits have been filed challenging the law defining sex as binary. In Helena, I'm Shaley Riger. A coalition of mining and coal interests have signed on in support of the state in an ongoing dispute over climate change before the Montana Supreme Court. Ellis Julin from Montana Public Radio has more. The industry groups filed a friend of the court briefing in the youth-led climate case Held versus Montana. In the filing, the groups say their involvement makes sense given their vested interest in continued development of the state's fossil fuel resources. The industry backing comes from the Montana Association of Oil, Gas, and Coal Counties, the Montana Coal Council, Mining Association, and Westmoreland Mining Company. They shared concerns about economic losses should the Supreme Court rule in favor of the 16 youth plaintiffs. The Montana Taxpayers Association and the United Property Owners of Montana, along with two free market think tanks, are also part of the brief. In August, a district court found the state's energy policies violated the plaintiff's constitutional right to a healthy environment. The groups classify the judge's ruling as judicial overreach, arguing that climate change is a policy issue and can only be addressed by lawmakers. By filing an amicus brief, the groups are expressing their support of the state's appeal to the Supreme Court, but will not be directly involved in the case. That appeal was filed last week. In Missoula, I'm Ellis Julin. The Montana Department of Justice Office of Consumer Protection is warning of a new scam targeting Montana nonprofit organizations. The Montana Office of Consumer Protection tells YPR they have received eight suspicious donations reported to their office. The Montana Nonprofit Association is reporting around 25 cases. It works like this. Individuals under fake names make a donation to organizations on behalf of a recently deceased family member. Once the checks are cashed by the nonprofit, the scammer asks for money back, claiming an accountant error. The nonprofit sends a requested portion of the money back to the scammer before realizing that their check is fraudulent. Montana Office of Consumer Protection attorney Jake Griffith says this type of scam is not only targeting nonprofits. Individuals see this most often in employment type scams where they believe they've been hired for remote work. A company will send them a large check for setup fees and say, oops, we didn't mean to send you that much. Please refund some of it. Once an organization or individual realizes they've been scammed, there is slim chance of getting the money back, but a few things you can try. They 
put a check in the mail and they realize it, they can cancel that check. If it's a wire transfer, sometimes if we catch that within 24 hours, there's ways of clawing that back. But the reality is days or weeks later, the person or the nonprofit would find out the check was fraudulent. To avoid falling for the scam, Griffith says, research the individual or entity named on any check you receive in the mail and never return money immediately after cashing a check. To report an attempted scam or if you've been a victim, call the Office of Consumer Protection or your local law enforcement. Some good news now. Montana has more counselors per student than most other states in the country. That's according to a new national report. Montana Public Radio's Austin Amistoy has more. The American School Counselors Association says Montana had an average of one counselor for every 293 public school students last year. Emily Salee leads Montana's chapter of the School Counselors Association. She says schools have prioritized adding counselors because they improve student mental health, grades, and graduation rates. We're a big part of the system within schools, so the, that has been a big change in the last couple decades. Salee says the duties of a school counselor have evolved over the years, from simple academic advising to providing social and emotional development. The American School Counselors Association recommends a ratio of one counselor for every 250 students. Though Montana didn't reach that goal, New Hampshire and Vermont did. In Missoula, I'm Austin Amistoy. A prominent Helena attorney has joined the Democratic ticket for governor. Montana Public Radio's Shaley Rager has more. Democratic gubernatorial candidate Ryan Bussey tapped attorney Rafe Graybill to be his running mate as lieutenant governor. At an event in Helena Tuesday, Bussey pointed to Graybill's record challenging the state over alleged constitutional violations. I better have the guy on the team who's the sharpest constitutional sword there is, and that's Rafe Graybill. Graybill previously worked as chief legal counsel for former Democratic Governor Steve Bullock. He unsuccessfully ran for attorney general in 2020 and has since worked in private practice. He's taken on the state in several cases, including lawsuits challenging anti-abortion laws and new restrictive voting laws. Graybill says he asked Bussey to join his ticket after seeing the former firearms executive and author speak last fall. This is going to be a grassroots, bottom-up campaign. I know we can win. I know that we're on the right side of the issues. Republican Governor Greg Gianforte is seeking re-election with Lieutenant Governor Kristen Juris. In Helena, I'm Shaylee Riker. That is The Worm for Wednesday. Join Kay Erickson this afternoon during All Things Considered for more Montana news. That's between 4 and 7 p.m. And we'll have another episode of The Worm for you early birds on Thursday. The Worm is a production of Yellowstone Public Radio. Theme music composed and recorded by Zach Jones at Rapscallion Recording. Metal Art Call captured by Jay McGowan for the Macaulay Library. More information about The Worm is available at ypradio.org.